podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, my name's Mark Webster. This is the Whistleblowers, the most refined start I think I've ever done. My mother will be very pleased. I used her telephone voice. Um, we haven't got many weeks to go to the end of the season, so it's, it's time that we gathered our forces together to discuss the matters that are before us, which includes a title to be won and teams that are going to potentially out of business, but can we hope for the best? Uh, to my immediate right, scaring the shit out of me, I don't mind telling you, <laughs> is Stu... Uh, in, disguise, whom- in disguise. Well, yeah, because you shaved your beer off. Now, uh, now, Stuart, of course, is our is our resident Liverpool fan, and uh, for people who, who listen to this podcast, the inherent word being listening, you're going to be hearing you with no beard. Yes, that's right. Confusing. Yeah, There's no rustle, no scratching. Yeah, don't like it. His dad did say once, and uh, I, I've eaten out on this many a time, when he had a massively good long beard, <laughs> and his dad come visiting down from the north. From the north, if you don't yeah. mind saying yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, looked at his beard once and said, you won't be able to work a lathe with that. <laughs> which which, yeah. which hey, tickled me. I've never made another, another set of staring, staring have you? Well, uh, uh, probably for society's benefit. Mm. Um, to my immediate left is the mere husk of a former football player. <laughs> Careful. Many a club. So many yet, clubs. <laughs> Many, many a day. He's, he's, there's so little left of him, he's almost see-through. Uh, Mike Green, you've been away? Yeah, nice weekend. Thanks, <laughs> Mark. It's lovely. Lovely time. Was it Was it good? It was great. Anyone you want to say hello to? Uh, God, no, no. I don't want to see those guys again for a long time. <laughs> he didn't even know who the people were in the first place. That's the tragedy of all. Now... Directly in front of me is Mark's mate, who, uh, last time I saw him... Mark's mate, I'd love you to be... That's, that's who you'll be introducing forever onwards. <laughs> I've actually got more to that than... Thank you. Like, to, I've got no, more I, to be live than Martin Gritton's mate. I was... Yeah, but what you do... <laughs> does, doesn't one build, uh, build upwards? Can we, I was, can we edit this? Oh, you would, that, that can't happen no more, no? Uh, no, no. Oh, is it the stuff that you know best? And, uh, yeah, yes. yeah, good point. Another person who's with us is a completely <laughs> random individual who knows nobody involved in this entire What a mystery. Conversation. What mystery are we in here, man? Lloyd Griffiths arrives here from nowhere. <laughs> Woo! I got applause as well. I know. No one's ever had that before. Oh, and that's based on the fact, of course, that you don't know Martin Grimm, which is oh, no, wonderful I, 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 I used for you. He used to play for um, Grimsby. He did apparently <laughs> play for Grimsby. Uh, and you know his record pretty well, I'm sure. But, 33 of course, games, uh, four goals? No, more than that, isn't it? Yeah, it's a few more than that, but let's just, you know, let's park that. It's fine. Don't worry too much. Do they record assist in those days? <laughs> let's leave it to Father Time. Come yeah, on. Yeah, that's fine. But, like, since we last saw you, of course, uh, what ended up happening is, is you ended up at, in, in, in cars being recorded. It was a, and Legally. No, it, <laughs> I, I don't know. That's, that's for you to tell me. But the beauty of this is, is that it was. A beautiful little idea that has emerged of being absolutely an insight into a world which we sh- which we don't normally get privy to, which is footballers aren't too crap if you kind of get to meet them kind yeah. of way. 
So I've got a series called Taxi to Training um, on BBC Three, and basically what it is is I just turn up at footballers' houses, um, usually pre-arranged, and uh, <laughs> like the usually <laughs> drive them drive them to training, and just get a glimpse behind you know what what they do on the way to training, and just ask them questions because how many times like obviously. My, Referring to Martin, like you played for a number of clubs, and you the didn't always, before, you yeah. didn't really live always close to him, did you? So you spend a lot of time in the car going to yeah. and from training. So it was just, is, is that right? Yeah, very much so. Uh, yeah, car schools are famous for you know many traverse the M62 across the peak, <laughs> the Snakes Pass across the. I got to know people far too well. I'm assuming there was, <laughs> as in petrol saving, you know, yeah, absolutely. and all that business and Yeah, if there's a if there's a car school managers tend to sway the decisions can be swayed on car school. So if there's two car if there's a car school come from Sheffield and Leeds, he might decide to give you a couple of days off because he knows that rather than have lads in cars come and doing that. So it's that. true. It's, it's just, it's just <clears throat> this seems like just a work scam, doesn't it? Know, it basically it's, is. Yeah. Basically <laughs> is. This is fans. It's like, this is what you want to know is you've driven that 11 <laughs> that you've seen in the programme when you get yeah. there. It's like, who picked so-and-so up or didn't yeah. fail to pick so-and-so That's all I ever... When I was having Merlin stickers, I was looking at Terry McDermott going... <laughs> Who picks him on? Who, yeah, who, get, who, who gets him? get a lift off? Yeah, exactly. Well, up our state, is he is he here with a cup of tea or not? One wonders. But I've realised that. Sorry, just at the Premiership level, they don't they don't share cars. All on their own. All they'll have a driver. Of course they bloody. It's ridiculous. Isn't well, you, it? you got Troy Deeney, didn't you? Did you? I got Troy, yeah, and he does have a driver because he now, comes from Birmingham to Watford every but day. But Troy strikes me as being if you're going to get a sort of it's a bloke who's been sort of like pushed into the stratosphere of the Premier League. And who's also a fella from football? Yeah, he strikes me as being that guy. That yeah, closer. and I mean, he, when he drove off in his uh, in his uh, G wagon, I mean, it did go off in a bit of a roar. <laughs> Wheel spins all over the shop. Tyro Mings, he's taken a voluntary um, sabbatical from driving, courtesy of uh, um, uh, the court. Yes, and, uh, he gets a, he just gets a normal taxi. Like an Addison Lee. Well, just it's a random yeah. bloke turning up. Yeah, just a random bloke just turns up, books oh. it on the nap the night before and just goes to you work. You just sit outside his house if you drove for Addison Lee, wouldn't you? Knowing you got a massive journey. Yeah. Just from basically sitting this, outside his house. The, but, but just, just, just try Deeney to what, Birmingham to Watford. Like You think mm. of like the stick that Stan Collymore got for Canuck to Liverpool. Which yeah. Is mm. but it was the, I think he's the only person in the Watford team that has got that. It's the clause in his contract. Most people want like a goal-scoring bonus or, you know, like a uh, relegation survival bonus or whatever it is. And he's got a... Can you just let me drive from Birmingham every day? And that is in his, his contract, I think. And he's, uh, I think it's his brother-in-law that drives him every day. It's his driver. What's weird about that, of course, is and probably not for today, down the line, is who wins the Watford battle, Troy Deeney or Matt Zari? Because, of course, at the moment, them twos ain't seeing eyes to eyes. And I've just pluralised everything in that sentence, haven't I? In a kind of pirate way. Yeah. Uh, but there's neither here nor there at the moment. Last time Martin Gritton was here, we, we discussed what was the appalling shambles that he's voting for the European Football of the Year. Um, as we stand here now, um, Chelsea are one game away for the title and the football writers have given Kante the title of being the Football of the Year. For me, that uh, I think we're now down on some solid ground here with a footballer like that. What do you reckon? Yeah, well, I think that our point was the fact that lads made the decision in January and there was things that could influence it. So, yeah, I agree. The fact that if they've backed them up, I mean, watching from a fan's perspective you'd, you'd, and a football writer's perspective, you'd say that he has been that influential that he deserves it. But there's obviously, you know, there's been other fantastic players. But oh, for sure. you're right, it's, it reinforces that, you know. But what I like about that, Lloyd, is, is, is 
this is a little this is a little fella who chugs around in midfield, wins the ball, shuts it down, gets forward a bit. This is not a glamour footballer who's winning this esteemed title. I, th- I don't think we've seen a, a workhorse like him yeah. for a long, long time. But as you say, like it's not it's not sexy. It's no. not glamorous and. You know, like what, you know, 12 months ago, he was playing for Leicester. And if you'd have said, even at the start of Leicester's season last year, he'd gone, Angola Kante will win everything next end yeah. of next year for Chelsea. You'd go, what are you on about, mate? Now, look at him. He's just a good, like, defending midfielder. But then he's turned it around and he's kind of made a little niche for himself, really. Everyone, he's probably looking for the next Angolo Kante. Yeah, you're, you're not wrong because that, that they bring him into that side, Chelsea. There's no guarantee that he's going to make the same, do the same job that he did. Before. Well, he's kind of not done the same job. Has he? I mean, I mean, that first half of the season, he seemed to be a lot nearer the opposition's penalty area yeah. okay. than he ever was for Leicester. Yeah, so to, so than to he be ever was fair to him, yeah, yeah, he had yeah. that one great goal. But essentially, it, he's he's match the day highlights thing. Obviously, he's not as, not as a Chelsea fan. That's all you see of him. I've never noticed he's had a good season. <laughs> you know, no, like for him you to have be to player see of the year, it's whole weird. Games yeah, of football yeah, yeah, yeah. of him to know that, or or statistics. He's like the king of the stats this yeah, year. That's Every also, time he's seen like, yeah, <laughs> okay. like the most challenges in like the middle of a park or something like that. And I think he made them. Yeah, last year, last season for Leicester, like his 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 challenges that he made for them. I think like there were people going. Well, he's won them the league by all the yeah. challenges. I mean, you can't define a league win by by the amount of challenges, but he is king of the stats. And I was speaking to Duncan Alexander at uh, Opta, and he was saying like everyone just wants to know what Angola can say. Really? Stats are. Yeah. So, so, now that's interesting, right? Because of course, if you if you take the numbers out of it and just and just watch, <clears throat> involve yourself with like people who are on the on the football pitch, hmm. it would tend to be the glamorous goal scoring striker that would, would would get you that. Title. I suppose that we're thinking actually at Chelsea, they haven't got the glamorous football, have they? Because they're all workhorses. Well, they've got exceptional, you know, forward players. Of course, Pedro. Well, okay. there's, well, there's, there's yeah. Hazard but, out there. But, well, yeah, but, but there's also this. There's always this thing about critics wanting to be seen to say that oh, you know, there's this guy's you know the best player is the best player in the band. No, he's not. He's you know, but Kante in that situation where Scott Parker was a sitting midfielder and was like, oh, Scott Parker, what a season he's had. Forgot about like within two seasons after that, just because he went and got on the ball a lot and his pass percentage. Some McCarrick at United, Carrick's had like kind of he's a fantastic footballer, great glowing references but how can you possibly equate you know that defensive midfielder role to, to being attackers and it's, it's the critics choice you know right, it's oh, right okay okay all right now he's done it so where is he in the band what is he is the drummer bass are we, are we, are we a four piece a four piece rock band are we talking okay Stu if you need to be specific <laughs> now because no, no, given the fact that Stu comes from the heavy well, rock be, background, he must, be the, dr- he must be the drummer, must he? Not 17 blokes with star guitars. All right, all right, all right. I'd say he was the drummer because he keeps um, the beat going Ooh, the old time. Nice. I mean, I was he's the backbone, he's backbone of the band. You like um, drummer? Yeah, he's a drummer, but also what he does, he carries the gear in and out of the gig. <laughs> yes! <laughs> and he also he also drives the drives the because um, he doesn't drink because he's, no, he uh, he, he's a devout Muslim. Um, he doesn't he drives the van as well. Whilst the others are getting Which would be, of course, because a minivan because you've upgraded for the mini that he actually drives to football. There you go. He's got a Viano now. He's got a Mercedes Viano. Bit of class. Lovely. And um, love all the others are you know indulging in the um, lifestyle of groupies, and he doesn't do that again because of the same reasons. You know what I mean, he just keeps go. it. So he's like the drummer. Turns up, does a job, gets out. Drummer, roadie, best footballer of the year, Canty. 
Beat that. Whereas Diego Costa is crowd surfing. Uh, <laughs> naked. <laughs> naked, yeah. yeah. Offering wrong, nothing. And the wrong way round. Yeah. <laughs> Munching people. By the Bears. way. Uh, on, that, on that particular vulgar note, we're going to take a short break and come back in a second. Hello from the Geek Town Radio podcast, a show that gives you the latest TV, film and gaming news all from a UK perspective, plus the latest UK premiere dates and a ton of interviews from people such as Suits Lewis Lit, Rick Hoffman. It's crazy. The whole thing's crazy. To gaming royalty like Troy Baker and Nolan North. Would you really take a bullet from me? Uh, well, no, that's that's the acting. From behind the scenes people such as the directors of smash hit US comedy Veep. We love Geek Town. My kids wear your t-shirts. To screen legends. Hello. Such as Mr. George Decay. Star trekking across the universe. For all this and more, come join us on Geek Town Radio, available to download every Tuesday from your usual podcast supplier and from geektown.co.uk. So... We put Chelsea to bed, I think. Um, I'm quite interested in the way that Arsenal are going to be dealing with their future because apparently uh, their board have said there's going to be a sweeping change. Yeah, thank you, Stu. I'll, I'll come to you as a direct result of that uh, particular response there. The sweeping change. Now they go and beat Man United. Yeah. And Arsenal has been offered um, a director of football to show him. Has basically, it? yeah. To, to, to sh- to, exactly. <laughs> To be, di- to be discussed during the course of the day. Um, now, yeah, I missed that one. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I, yeah. I was not actually so surprised, but you've you've, you've done it. I can. A director of football <laughs> has been that. implied. Yeah. Okay, mine's nodding yeah. sagely here because obviously he, he, he heard that when he was I on the, the, on the, the train back from yeah. the stag. Um, <laughs> there had to be something that wasn't him taking the job coming because why? <clears> why would they pretend that he's that he's they couldn't say yes, he's going because clearly the offer is not to go. The offer is to go up and and look after. Well, someone. The, the offer is to be part of a new idea, and yeah. so he's been presented with this, Martin, yeah. uh, and he's just beat Manu. So he's uh, he's been in big bollocks at this stage, I guess. I mean, those well, as, as we all know, those bollocks will shrink, but. He, I think he's he's positioned it and saying, look, if it's anything with tactics or the strategy of the team, there's I'm the manager. That's, and that's up to me. And he answered those questions in the press conference because he was quite defensive about it, wasn't he? It's was a bit chippy because I think the yes. the relationship between him and the chairman soured literally you know, over the last week because he hasn't made his mind up. Nothing to do with the results. And it's it's sour to the point of Gazidi said, "Well, I'll I'll appoint director of football," and then Arsenal's given it the old. Well, I don't even know what that is, so that doesn't count. <laughs> that, is, that, that doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. exist. Well, it, it, <laughs> if that's not me, that that's not going to happen. Is it, you, do you think it's weird that, that 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 they haven't punched with their own weight and said we still do run this bleeding place? Uh, I mean, but it feels like that's a little bit of that move, and particularly that one of the guys mooted for that position is Mark Overmars. Is one of the guys what? being yeah. <laughs> mooted for the role? Jeez. So imagine that the guy <laughs> that you perhaps introduced to uh, you know English football and brought through and was one of your key, you know, no, key to wingers. be honest with you, and as well, you know, you're a performer. The best person to stab you in the back is someone that you know and trust and love, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is. Otherwise, you know, there's no charm in it. Yeah, but it, it, the whole thing's just a bit... What's over Mars? He's like managerial. He's a director. He's he's like a head 
coach, wherever, whatever role I was reading he was but in. Where, it, uh, yeah, well, this is the it, thing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you it can't mention matters. it, yeah. if, you, if, you can't, if you can't name it, it's like, it's, I mean, that that's not great, is it? Well, <laughs> is it Ajax? Is it is, is, that right? is it Ajax? Yeah, Ajax, we're getting Yeah, yeah, Claude, Ajax Because Ajax do that. They've got they they, they take on ex players to do and, corporate roles. And you have to love the fact yeah, that yeah. Ajax at the moment, of course, are you know are Champions, back in the yeah. European frame, and it's it's like the glory days. This of this story, Cruyff, the Arsenal story that's run all season has been all the more interesting, obviously, because they've been toilet. And mm. and before they would have just walked into fourth place. It would have been, oh, should he go, should he stay? Yeah. No real conversation. Now you've got this hysteria every week from the Wenger out crowd. <clears throat> Although, did they, have, did they fly a plane that was Wenger out and Wenger in? Did yeah. they do that, didn't I they? I'd have just... <laughs> this is <laughs> no, horrible. The last <laughs> one I saw was Wenger... <laughs> Question mark. Ah. That seems like a waste of money. Just to sit an aeroplane. Like the Camus one. Well, no, because what it was, they actually all pulled together is buy two, get one free. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. It's a waste then, of a plane. And then boys, what they did, it? they just, someone yeah. just went, should we have the third one? Just put a question mark. Yeah, Forgot yeah. about it. The expiration date exactly happened. Right, yeah. And then it is. That is well, no, actually, it's Volvo for sale. £250, which is a Woody <laughs> Allen joke. Um, do we think that he's got any chance of basically coming out of this one with anything resembling? Credibility and a future. I, I, I honestly, and I, I, I'm quite open with me views on this on on social media, and I get um, uh, taken or tried to be taken down by Arsenal fans. I don't think he's done anything wrong. Like he's yeah. he's he's a manager of a football club, but he is also the managing director of a company. Even though he, you know, he's got to balance the books, and that is what Arsenal is. That's what Arsenal True. Football Club True. is about doing. And he's done an amazing job for a long, long time. And, you know, Pep Guardiola's come in and he said, you know, fourth is almost like winning a trophy in England. And there are 20 teams in the Premier League and you've got Chelsea and you've got um, um, Man City who are just throwing millions, if not billions, at the game to try and resolve yeah, the problem of yeah. not, not winning it. And this year, Chelsea, it looks like they're going to win it's it. It's probably rational. There's a kind of argument that doesn't deserve hiring an aeroplane for. No, it's but, a perfectly but, normal, sensible argument. I've been rereading um, Fever Pitch by Nick Hornby. And just look at the heartache that Arsenal fans yeah. have suffered. Mm. From, it's, for, for, it's not new, it's not new. But for some reason, this new breed of Arsenal fan, they kind of like, they're, I think they're greedy. I think they expect to be winning the league. It's like, you've got, there's no reason why you should be winning the league. Nah. Like, no one... Like Leicester City should not have won the league last year, but they did, and it was it was but, amazing. But circumspect is hard to come across, isn't it? come by, isn't it? When when you always get what you want as an Arsenal fan, yeah. I mean, United fans, I think, have had the last few years to. And it's, you speak to them now. It's all very, arguing, it's all right, very yeah. rational now at United that you know we may or may not develop, but you know, let's give it time. And whereas Arsenal haven't made that leap yet, no. And I think when he goes, I mean, obviously as Liverpool fan, we experienced this a long time ago when dominant, dominant, dominant. No, we're not. Yeah, no, we're not. No, we're not. No, we're not. Twenty-seven years later, we're still not. And it's that whole, <laughs> whole thing about um, uh, the history. I mean, I will, but it's a club with history. It's like, yeah, but you know, certain countries have got history, but now shit countries like, I mean yeah, it's, just, exactly, it's just what yeah. happens it evolves with change and some people don't evolve my one thing on the Arsenal thing and I've said it a few times now is like when, Ars- when Arsenal goes and he will go at some point whether it's the end of this year next year or in two years time they'll have to bring a new manager in and much in the same way that Man United they got rid of Alex Ferguson and offered stability for a long long time and brought them huge success which Arsenal's done on a different scale sure. they're going to bring someone in and look at Man United they brought in David Moyes and that ended very badly Louis van Gaal didn't end very well at all Jose Marino isn't making you know the boring the special one <laughs> you know like so many draws so many draws if, if Arsenal bring in a new manager you've got no idea who that 
manager is going to be. And if it, if they don't offer success in the next three or four years, I genuinely think every Arsenal fan will implode or will have left this mortal This could be the fallow period in the old yeah. rotation. But you're, you're describing be... what I think is the kind of the top six is modern problem, yeah. which is if your manager's not definitely going to guarantee you, then they failed. Yeah, exactly. I mean, City fans talk about Pep Guardiola like he can't cut it in the Premier League going, piss off. Yeah. He, this has been here five minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, on that note, this is interesting for me because because Mourinho, I think personally, I think he's getting up has, has been given the short end of the stick this season because I you know we, we we're sitting here with him still potentially you know going to a, a European Cup final with him having lost the first game in ages at Arsenal mm. still technically in there for the fourth place but. Given the fact, and Lloyd's almost made the point there, in the sense that he took over something like Havoc at Man United. Are we over-exaggerating our opinion about Mourinho based on the fact that it's him and it's Man United? I think there was a lot of reasons to dislike him going into this because he's built up this kind of this groundswell of just kind of animosity and this, you know, uh, the the kind of the smugness and that kind of elevated persona above all the other amazing managers in the league. But then there's the signings I mean like if you get Paul, if you get exactly who you want because he said I want these four guys and he got them and he spent an obscene amount of money getting them if anything he's done it the right way because while everyone is arguing he's just gone about putting a good run of form together that's got them to where they've got to and I think winning a European particularly that one's I think it's a I think it's a tough one to win yeah. I really do cause it, 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 so on the curve would you say He's he's okay. He's not, but he's now putting that momentum together that could see them. So they, okay. they can so start off. So he's getting where yeah. he would. So, I'd say so. This is, it's less than a year, isn't it? It's, it's, mm. it's that kind of time. Yeah. I mean, we, I, we imply upon him. I think you know. So, <clears throat> it's, it's like he should have won the league in March mm. or so because he's who he is. Yeah. But in practical terms, are they? I mean, you know, doing okay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then they're they're in a good. They're, the players that they brought through, the young ones that they brought through, they're in a good stead where there's competition all over the pitch. You don't know what team's going to start from week to week with them, which is sure. a great position. You know, and that and 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 a team that's winning is a great thing. It's when a t- when a team's losing, and you don't know who's going to start. It's awful it's for picking good. your Premier League fantasy football team because oh, you just can't put any Man United so teams in. Sad. This season must have actually been really hard because City, Liverpool do don't yeah, pick you, the same you, team. You, you, you literally nah. then end up with a team of like West Brom and West Ham, and it's like Benmi, Jordan me. Pickford, yeah. Who's doing all right? goal. Exactly. Sort out the rest of I quite like, Stu, you'll, you'll appreciate this, is that um, Jurgen Klopp's bottle antics, and I don't mind... What, you're talking about Moreno's flipping the bottle? Well... Or bottle let me, in. Let me, let me <laughs> take that was the you weirdest back news. to the fourth official, Anthony Taylor, referring to Joe Zamorini kicking the bottle, who said it was aggressively kicked with little consideration... Of the consequences. (laughs) Which is why Mourinho got exactly what he should have done, which is to be expelled into space (laughs) in a big window and played by Terence Stamp in the very first Superman film. Second Superman film. Gerald Zod. Oh, excuse me. (laughs) I spoke to the wrong geezer. It was the second one. Go on. How could it be the second one? No, it wasn't. No, it was. Jesus Christ, you and Algren. Is that? I've, got, I've, I've got absolutely no idea. First one's Marlon Brando. You said mm. oh, that was his dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But General Zog was Terence Stamp in a go around spinning, the, in a spinning go around window. The, go around the world. Spinning window. No, that's the second one. This is probably not important. Yeah, 
Whistleblowers were sorry about although that. I'm very, although, <laughs> although I'm very annoyed if it was, I'm, I'm wrong. So go on, clop on, a, clop on a bottle. Yes. So, back to that. May night fans infuriate the fact that he, he, he was outraged. In what was, let's be like, my God, your boys are going down with a whimper rather than a bang, and they are what? He, but the point was... Your point he, got to that question. He threw a bottle. <laughs> he threw a bottle. Do you know what? But I thought, I thought you were going to ask me about Mourinho's bottle flipping thing that teenagers do. Because that's what got caught on camera and was, was going on social I'm media. I'm not so excited. Yeah. All right. All right. You, you hold yeah. the top. And I am a teenager. <laughs> yeah, over to Lloyd on, on the He t- had his little flippy thing for, for ADHD. <laughs> he was doing that and flipping. He's bored up his head. And he flipped the bottle no, we, and he stood on its top. The cl- and, he, and he had one of those spinny things. Yeah. Have you seen those spinny yeah, things? Yeah, 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 yeah. My nephew's Did he have, have a spinny one. thing? No, he didn't. Oh, Have God. you seen the, sp- the spinny thing? It's quite good. My missus ordered a spinny thing for my grandson from China for £2, including postage and packaging. <laughs> including. Including postage and packaging. That's good. It value. arrived the other day. It was broken. There was nothing one could really say, is there? But you all had a spinny thing because they're ev- they're everywhere. Clop, go back. To anyway, clop, clop and bottling. I think that what's, what's clop and bottling. What's been most interesting this is a trade. This post match title. Post match <laughs> was the. Um, I'll sit down the clop and bottle. I've asked. I've asked seven. Starts night. You two are gonna have to stop. <laughs> Others want to talk. Martin's been. No, he's been. He's been itching again. He hasn't said a word. Yet. No, no, he's a. He's a <laughs> Martin's he's sweating. A shit of a man. There's nothing left. Of him. He's vapor. No, but 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 it's interesting. Clop clop for the first time that I can in the, in since he's been manager sort of blame something that was like was a distraction. You know, he, he blamed the pitch. We you know we've announced yeah. this week we're going to get it relayed and then. Of all weeks, he then goes, yeah, it was dry. We soaked it before, but then it was soon dry. And you're like, that wasn't the reason we drank. Is that he, wasn't the ha, reason we drank. Where are you with him? Because, of course... I love him. And I don't think no, 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 anything's going wrong. I think we all love him. Exactly. No, but, I, I think, but I think... I, I'm glad you said that, Mooney Cole. But the reason... But let me... If I just <laughs> further, has what he's done... You, you forget Roy Hodgson was our manager. No, no. I'll see, get, while no, that I'll memory get, lingers, start, this, is, this is not a Mooney Cole. This is just wonderful. Is it really? Yeah, it is in comparison. But every every manager comes in. Every every manager that's been appointed in the last like three or four years. You know, you look at Klopp. It's oh, he's won so much stuff. He's going to come to England and he's going to win the Premier League. And then Pep Guardiola, who's won so much stuff, mm. he gets appointed in England. Oh, he's going to come to England. And he's going to win the Premier League. Oh, Jose Mourinho, he's going to come back to Man United. He's going to win. Like nothing certain. No, yeah. like no, no like no. they all can't win no. the Premier League. And then when one of them, like when two or three of them, doesn't well, they haven't delivered, have they? They've been awful. Like, well, no. even with the Leicester story, everyone went, well, that'll never happen again. So it's like, yeah. well, okay, back to normal then. We just all, I think we just all need to chill out. Perhaps it's the league's problem with they, with they have only one winner. Perhaps there's a few. Yeah, winner. yeah, that'll do that. Like yeah. in some kind of like, it's a sort of like, sort of cuddly local council way. That we're all one together. I never even th- the fat I- kid. That's me, everyone. <laughs> I never, uh, I never thought the end of the season would be Liverpool. Playing like they're hoping that Arsenal Man United don't book up. There is a which little, is which is a way. Luckily, it's gone that way so far. You have a little wacky world going on there. Um, the owners' story has risen its ugly head, of course, by nature of it. Now, um, it surprises me the way this has worked. It, there's a lot of fingers being pointed at say, foreign owners, and and, and by the way, um, in a completely unrelated uh, matter um, of. Uh, really terrible owners of football clubs. There's a brilliant um, little documentary about um, Blackburn Rovers that you can find on Guardian 
website. And also, another brilliant documentary you can find at Copa Nightly about Lake Norrin. Nothing to do with the conversation we're about to have about poor ownership. That's a little aside I was just making there. The thing for me, mind about this whole thing is, it's all well and good pointing fingers at this. Do you not have to blame the gatekeepers at some point rather than the people that are inside playing the game? I've lost what what club are we on now? Any club, any <laughs> I, football club. I didn't club even know we were talking about football, yeah. to be honest with you. I, 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 I'll tell you I what, I, I, was, I, was, I thought it was, was a Brexit question. I thought you were talking I, about heaven. Have <laughs> you been there? No. Have you not been there? Right. right. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Do you know what you get in heaven? No. Everything you want. <laughs> Tastes like bloody candy. I just want to go. I just, I just want top four. Top four. <laughs> top four. No, I just want top four. <laughs> I want to go to heaven and win top four. Top heaven and top four. <laughs> Too much. We're talking about it. So the uh, governing board. Basically, yeah? the gist of the right. fact is, is that we've got football clubs. You've got Blackpool going up with owners that they've got. You've got Blackburn going down. You've got Orient going out. Fundamentally. Surely there's people who are in charge of the football rather than football clubs that should be dealing with this mm. situation. What's the, uh, the old decent and proper test that you? I'd love, <laughs> yes. I'd love to see more yeah, of them. Was, was yeah. literally like <laughs> genocide or poverty. <laughs> What's what do you think? The chairman of the football league just looks yeah. at him and goes, "What was it again?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. joined up right and he can do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, these are my bank details. I Let's decent and proper in there. This is what I was touching on. Was the yeah. implication that perhaps. We should, the, 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 oh, because owners of dodginess exist up and down the football league, but that's because deals are done and and and, and everyone just smiles benign and gets on with it, don't they? I, you mentioned you mentioned uh, Grims. Well, we did mention Grims, but you mentioned we Blackpool. We will discuss Grims. My choice, I think, and I actually said this last time. My choice, uh, I was. Basically, agreed personal so well, I hadn't agreed personal times, but I'd been sold to either Blackpool or Grimsby, right? <laughs> uh, he did Anywhere on the coast. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just pick a Here's a bag of bricks. I got flip-flops. Well, you just saw the snake there. pass going? Where do I go? So my, my, uh, the chairman goes, well, you got to go and speak to these. So uh, Blackpool, I'm Where, where, where were you before that? At, at Torquay. Torquay. But I was coming from League One. I was uh, Blackpool were League One, but Grimsby League Two. But when you get it signed, I was like, right, this is going to be... I get a decent contract. You love the seaside, by the way, everybody. Martin and loves the season. <laughs> the best thing was being offered, Oyston offered me uh, £50 a week more to go to Blackpool. And I'm not being tight, right? But I was on a very low contract at Torquay. I was at like their top scorer over the last two seasons. I was like, well, it's, I'm not going for a payday, but I just like to get a decent contract because Torquay was a really small club. So I was like, how did you get to 50 quid? Uh, 50 quid more. And I went, what's my relocation? He goes, nothing. I went, so you want me to, I said, it cost me 50 quid to drive to Blackpool. And I said, that's, yeah, that's what's offering me. And I was like, that can't be, that can't be it, right? So when I've agreed with uh, Grimsby, uh, which was a good contract, but on the drive up, uh, how much more the chairman, was it? Like, how much more the, was it? The, it, was, it was a good bit. Considerably. Been, it was a good light. bit more, but I wasn't, but on the drive up to, on the drive up to Grimsby, get a phone call going, yeah, you know that 200 quid a pound appearance that we put in your contract? Yeah, yeah, we're taking that away. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm on the drive up. Yeah, it's, it's not there anymore. It's there oh, if you get one. By the way, your petrol so valve. I was Seriously? like, I was between Seriously? these two. Joking. But once, because I had you, I do a verbal agreement. He's like, well, I'm offering you. Because they all knew what I was on at Grip, because my Torquay chairman 
told them what I, oh, what I was on, which was fine. Listen, it's football, and it, like no one's gonna feel sorry for a footballer driving and get a new contract. But it was just the I was like, this chairman's, you know, that the Blackpool thing must have been a practical joke, but it wasn't. And driving to Grimsby, <laughs> and I'm going in, and, and Fenty's sat there, and he's just like, yeah, that's that's your contract now. And I'm like, well, I've got two choices: you go back to the club that don't want me now, and I won't get back in, or sign this better contract. But now, you know, and and I, my relocation there was like a week in uh, Queen Elizabeth uh, Hotel oh, at Christmas, right? A- Which a- is like a- the Suicide shining. Hotel. Oh, really? It's Genuinely. like the Overlook in the. So shining. basically, they take all the money in advance today when, yeah, when you check in. It's genuinely called Suicide. Oh. It's been no, so that was that was a good time for me. But, uh, but, but <laughs> on, on that, and, you know, two crazy it's owners, a, two crazy owners who are still there. Two crazy owners are still there. I don't know, but a bad mouth uh, <laughs> m- my club. Um, but there's a, there's a more than a rumor because I heard it from a number of people. But uh, we had a footballer that played for Grimsby last season who, in the, when we were in the conference, and he scored uh, the third goal, which basically guaranteed us. Um, football league football at Wembley. Um, Mid tables super success this year, by the way. Yeah, so let's, let's um, that, yeah. Uh, Nathan Arnold, um, basically, I, I think I think he was offered fifty pound a week more to play in the football league. And if yeah. that isn't true, then I'll, I'll, I'll you know, I'll, 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 I'll he's been brilliant at Lincoln. Oh, he's, great, he's been incredible at Lincoln. But then he had, we, you know, he got promoted with Cambridge, then went back down to the yeah. conference to play for Grimsby. He got promoted with Grimsby, yeah. went back down to the conference and has got, has got promoted with Lincoln. But the thing is like, when the owners go, oh, actually, maybe we should spend a bit of it's money on, fair. you know, you know, I, I'm sure, I'm not a football great, owner. I'm no, just a clown. It's, but, it's all, but they've always done that. They've had great strikers. At my, this is my argument. And just, just a, a sort of round it up, just to try me and sort of like, you know, sort of a host. We'll, we'll diss him. <laughs> no, well, no. Actually, no. Less than that. Um, you know, room booker, former former Nazi cartoon maker, uh, Walt Disney. Um, he's it's probably unfair. Yeah, or not? I don't yeah. know. We, we don't talked know. about football yet. <clears throat> yeah, but. The fact is, is that that kind of conversation, that, that gives clubs like Orient hope is because, of course, what happens is you don't go away. What you do is you bounce around on the bottom a bit, you regroup, you have another go, and clubs come back. And that's exciting news. Um, I like to think this is true. On your away game at Barnet, where you were banned from inflatables, yeah. I understand. Yeah, we were, yeah. Did... You get the mariachi oh, band. Yeah. That you pu- it's good news, everyone. <laughs> Tell everyone. Lloyd. So uh, two years ago, Grimsby went to Barnet. Um, just before that had happened, uh, a um, footballer, not a footballer, a football fan called Ken Meach had basically got banned from Forest Green for having an inflatable football with him. And he got like strangled on his way Dirty out. Dirty um, And then so what we did, we thought, all oh, right, what we're going to do in, uh, in kind of like celebration of Ken and in protest of that, we took 969 fans, I remember that exact number, to, to Barnet um, t- uh, two Still years ago numbers. and took about seven or 800 inflatables with us. You know what I mean? Zimmer frames, uh, like Tyrannosaurus Rex, bananas, let's call the other ones mannequins. Um, <laughs> and, um, we, uh, we, had a, we had a great time. And then when we played Barnet this season, we said, look, you know, we've got nothing to play for, but we're going back to Barnet. We're going to take inflatables. And they're like, oh no, the inflatables are banned. So uh, there's a lad called Trevor Hewson. He decided, right, well, we'll just we'll just hire a band then. <laughs> and so we raised a thousand pounds to hire this mariachi band. And can, then, can, can I just quote Trevor, by the way? Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. That is brilliant. They gathered together, and he said, for whatever reason, the suggestion about a mariachi band 
caught the imagination. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, what I like about that is that there's almost indication you've gone from what should we do yeah. to Mariachi Band in 12 seconds? Yeah. There must have been something. That's, can you imagine the crap that's gone on? Pints are paused at people's lips going, he's right. No, but yeah. they, they, I reckon they're in a, in a Weatherspoons, and I, literally, as we were in, uh, you know, there's like a menu there, and at the top of it, they've, they've just seen nachos to share and yes, got Mar- uh, Mariachi Band. But what was amazing is we, we actually raised two and a half grand in the end. Yeah. And so the £1,500 extra uh, was actually went to the disabled supporters. Yes, there's no Mariachi bands ever been paid more than £1,000 yeah. anywhere. Oh, they were good. They were good. Was they good? No. Uh, they, they were great. They came out and they, uh, the Barnet said, oh, you're not did another you Mariachi band. Them? Did you drive No, I think they're now? London-based. So that, I mean, otherwise... Oh, very. Oh, but Barnet um, said Mariachi band is a band now. Ma- Barnet said, oh, you're not another Mariachi band. They can play at half-time in, in the club bar. And then... Um, <laughs> Our Beautiful. support liaison officer, uh, Christine Green, was like, absolutely not, mate. Absolutely not. And she kicked off. And uh, they, they were like, yeah, that's fine. You can have them in. So they're in the stadium. I mean, we lost three. One on. Oh, we, they had some, they had like amazing, massive, huge black sombreros and yeah. wearing black and white uh, outfits. But then we took sombreros and ponchos and all sorts there. And uh, the, the local uh, Twinkles, the local fancy dress shop, uh, which is, you know, uh, Martin, at the bottom of St. Isaac's Hill. Is that massive? The old gas, uh, the old gas shop. Yeah, we all the know that. Obviously, yeah. They, sold out, they sold out of ponchos and... Uh, and uh, <laughs> and uh, and um, yeah. big hats. What are they called? Sombreros. But um, and it was a great day. But we we lost uh, we lost three one. So uh, I've already done it. Oh, I'm glad we showed it. Trevor Houston. Trevor It's wonderful that story. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a bit of fun, isn't it? I mean, it's what football's all about. It's what football's all about. Mariachi bands, big sombreros. Mike Grinton, met the husk of a man. Lloyd Griffin. Griffith now doing his, his, his crazy football stuff with taxi drivers. Stu still thinking that Jurgen Klopp's in charge of the entire situation. I want to leave that thought with everybody out there and say thank you very much. That was the whistleblowers. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at thewhistleblowers.net. Sports Social Podcast Network.